Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have great news for you. Our partners at Bet Online they continue to get it done from the NFL to the NHL, NBA, college sports, and more. In fact, eSports, combat sports, and even golf as a top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Hey, it's the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Head on over to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50. That's B-L-E-A-V-50. You can receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with Bet Online where the game starts. It's always ice cream season in Central New York, and the locally owned and operated Carvel in North Syracuse welcomes you to come in and grab one of their Santa ice cream cakes or a six-pack of Jolly Cups, both perfect for the Christmas season. Everything at Carvel of North Syracuse is made fresh, so no matter what kind of treat or design you want, they make it happen. Carvel Ice Cream Store opens seven days a week, Brewerton Road, North Syracuse, America's favorite since 1934, and now offering their Santa ice cream cake and six-pack of Jolly Cups. Hi, this is Jay Billis of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter is back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. You will get new and archived episodes of the show with guests like Baseball Hall of Famers, Cal Ripken Jr. and Pedro Martinez, and also football greats like Eric Wood and Hall of Famers like Marv Levy, Jim Kelly, and a heck of a lot more. So make sure you download, subscribe, rate, and review. Best-selling authors, national people across the board. Make sure you get the ML Sports Platter, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer, Google Play, everywhere podcasts are found on your smartphone device. A huge thanks uh, to the friends of the platform, the Swan and Whitaker families, Daryl Abert, Bob Lindsley, and the Alonzo family, as well as our title sponsor, Stanley Law Offices, and our good buddy Brian Conboy from Mass Mutual New York State. He can get you in line with your financial future, whether you're sending a youngster to college, maybe you're going through kind of a divorce, you're going through a new thing, maybe you're retiring, whatever the case may be in life, Brian Conboy has that package ready for you. So go see him on Facebook and on LinkedIn and at advisors.massmutual.com, advisors.massmutual.com. Brian Conboy is the official financial advisor of the ML Sports Platter. All right, it's week 16 time, you know, because why not? You know, there's only a couple of weeks left in the season. I say it every week. It's amazing how fast it's gone. Also a little sad if you're a diehard football fan. Let's preview things as we started up tonight with the Jaguars at the New York Jets. And I got to tell you, this game is going to be fun. I think this game is going to be really interesting and fun because the Jets are, are, are a way... I know they're 500 now and they've kind of hit a couple of walls, but this team is so much better. I think Robert Sala's got something going on there. They just got to fix the quarterback position. They've got elite cornerstone players at multiple positions, including... Garrett Wilson at wide receiver, Quinn and Williams up front on defense, arguably the, the biggest menace on defense in the league this year. And then they have a corner in Sauce Gardner who is just absolutely looks like he's a 10-year vet. The Jets are good. They're 7-7. Seven and seven. They're not below average. They're not great. They're not elite. They're good. And I think if they can figure out the quarterback position, voila, I think the Jets could be a playoff team uh, You know, as soon as next year. Uh, the Jaguars, meanwhile, are six and eight, and they've kind of been one of the biggest roller coasters in football. But they're coming off that big win against Dallas last week, and all eyes for me and you and everybody in between on Trevor Lawrence right now because he's starting to look like that guy who is the number one pick. He's probably going to throw for over forty five hundred yards this year. Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, Christian Kirk, 
couple of studs on defense. The Jacksonville Jaguars have what the Jets want, and that's a big-time quarterback like Trevor Lawrence, right? That's all there is to it. And Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence clearly have some great chemistry. The Jets are favored by one and a half. Give me the Jets at home by two, 23 to 21. A late field goal gets it done. Should be a disaster in Chicago with the weather, snow, ice, sleet, freezing rain, 14 degrees, wind chill is going to be wild. The wind should be around 25, 30 miles per hour. Um, So let's see how that affects the Buffalo Bills here. But the reality is for the Bills, they just got to go in and keep taking care of business. This is a terrible Bears team. They all revolve around Justin Fields. The defense is terrible. They can't help themselves on third down on either side of the ball. They've been injury riddled. David Montgomery isn't the old David Montgomery. They've got nothing up front in terms of line and scrimmage. This Bears team is absolutely dreadful. They've got to find a bonafide number one wide receiver. That is their number one goal in this draft upcoming to help Justin Fields. By the way, Justin Fields has run for 1,000 yards this year, eight touchdowns on 143 carries. That is absolutely superstar stuff. The Bills, though, they come in. Um, we'll see how the offensive line is. I mean, right now, you know, Ryan Bates was out, and then Mitch Morse went out with another head problem. Um, and you just don't want Greg Van Roten, and you don't want, you know, Quisenberry in there. Um, they're just two guys who you cannot trust. Um, I think the Bills will be able to run the football a little bit in this game. Singletary, Cook, Hines, whoever. Um, you know, Josh Allen certainly is running the ball all over the place. And Allen is, I think, back into MVP form after the win over Miami, those two unbelievable drives, actually three if you go back to the end of the second half. Um, you know, the one to the big one was to get down there, score the touchdown, get the two point conversion where he went airborne, and it was tied 29. And then, of course, they got the ball back and they just went, they bled Miami to death with, uh, you know, an 84 yard drive over like six minutes and 16 plays. So the Bills, I think, go into this game. They're favored by eight and a half. I think that line's a little bit big only because the weather. You just don't know how it's going to impact teams. The crowd should be meh in Chicago, but it's still a road game. It's still out of your time zone. You're still playing on a short week. So it is a challenging game for the Bills, even though the Bears record says 3-11 and and 2-5 and at home. I'm going to pick the Bills in this game. I'm going to pick the Bills relatively close. Let's go 24-17 to in this football game. Browns home for the Saints. Cleveland favored by two and a half, and I'm going to take the Browns by 10, 30 to 20. I think Nick Chubb runs all over that Saints defense and helps set up the Deshaun Watson play action. Um, you know, my eyes, though, are also on Olave, the terrific wide receiver out of Ohio State for New Orleans. I mentioned Garrett Wilson earlier for the Jets. Those two guys played together at Ohio State. Absolute nightmares for defensive coordinators. But the Browns should be in a good spot here at home, winter weather. Saints are always horrible outside the dome. Give me the Browns 30-20. to 20. Titans host the Texans. This should be a walk in the park for the Tennessee Titans. This has been a struggle year for the Tennessee Titans. They started out slow, they got hot, and then they've really gone back uh, big time. They've taken a million steps back. But this is the Texans after all. They're 1-12-1. They suck. 1-6 and six on the road. And Derrick Henry is going to charge forward here with three games to go. There's a very good chance that Derrick Henry will get close to like 1,600, 1,700. 1800 yards. He's already over 1300. Give me the Titans big in this game 31 to 3. Seahawks are at the Chiefs. 
The Chiefs are trying to keep uh, up with the Buffalo Bills, of course, in the AFC. Both teams have the same record, but the Bills have the tiebreaker. Chiefs are favored by 10, and it's going to be all about Geno Smith. Can he make enough plays to stay with Patrick Mahomes? Can Kenneth Walker run the football? Can the Seattle Seahawks win the turnover battle, win third down? Can they win special teams? My thing with them is they got to get a couple of turnovers, play on a short field, and score against the Chiefs. I don't think it'll be enough. Kansas City's favored by 10. Give me the Chiefs by 13, 34-21. Giants are at the Vikings. The G-Men and the Vikings should both be going to the postseason. Superstars galore, man. You got Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, Saquon Barkley, um, you know, Delvin Cook. Uh, great, great players in this game. Minnesota at home, that's a tough atmosphere, and I'm going to lean towards them there with the weapons they have stretching the field, which the Giants do not have, and Daniel Jones is certainly not even close to as good as Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins uh, is probably going to get 5,000 yards throwing this year. Uh, He's only, what, less than 1,200 away. I think he probably gets that. I think he has a huge game against the Giants secondary. Give me Minnesota in this game, 41-16. to Patriots host the Bengals. Should be an interesting game, but the Patriots are coming off of the most comical finish, arguably in sports history and NFL history, with that stupid back lateral to try and make a play happen and not go to overtime. Absolutely absurd that they did that. Uh, The uh, Giants-Vikings game, by the way, Minnesota favored by four. This game, Cincinnati is only favored by three because they're on the road. That's kind of the difference there uh, in terms of, you know, Minnesota versus Cincy. I think if Cincy was home for this game, they'd be favored by seven to ten points. Uh, But they're playing an inferior team. The Vikings are at home playing a better team than the Giants. So it's just kind of interesting to see how the lines work in the NFL. But I think it'll be too much Joe Burrow. I think it'll be too much Higgins and too much Chase and too much Mixon. Cincinnati on the road. Uh, We'll see if the Bengals can continue to get healthier on defense. I'm going to take Cincinnati in this game 23-13. The Lions are at the Panthers. This game is obviously a game where the Lions, you would think, could win this game and should win this game. Um, you're looking at Goff and Williams and St. Brown as your offensive weapons. What a year the Lions have had. Seven and seven could easily be, you know, nine and five, really. Um, you know, last year we were waiting for them to win some close games. They never really did. They played tough. They were the best football team with the worst record in the league. Fast forward to 2022. This team is really, really really different. And Jared Goff is using the play action. He's getting the ball out faster. He's reading people quicker. He is really, really, really getting it done. And I think the Lions have a big offensive showing uh, in Charlotte. A little cool weather for Charlotte, North Carolina. It says 34 degrees on my chart here. Uh, The Lions are favored by two and a half points. I'm going to take the Lions by six points, 27 to 21. Falcons at the Ravens, minus seven. That's the line. Seven-point favorites are the Baltimore Ravens at home. They should be. Uh, Atlanta has terrible quarterback problems. Uh, Lamar Jackson is expected back. Lamar Jackson, by the way, also has over, let me do the math here, 22, 29, 40. Yeah, he's got over 3,000 total yards and 20 touchdowns from scrimmage. This will be Baltimore literally running the ball down their throats because the Falcons' D-line is absolutely horrible. They're terrible against the run. And then you'll have Lamar outside again, assuming he plays, you know, bootlegging out and getting out on the run and all the rest. Lamar making plays. Give me the Ravens big at home, 28-7. Commanders at the 49ers. We'll get to that game and all the other 4 o'clock games coming up. But first, this on the ML Sports Platter, brought to you by Welch & Company Jewelers, Elevate Fitness of Syracuse, and Stanley Law Offices. ML Sports Platter, back with you. Thanks for listening here 
all over the major platforms like Spotify, Apple, Google Play, and more. Make sure you download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by Burn Dairy. It's all good. Participating locations in central New York. If you're in and around the area, grab a gift card for the holiday season. They've got it all going on there, man. They got the hot and cold food. Terrific, terrific array of donut choices and uh, uh, the chocolate milk and the coffee blends. It's a terrific place to be. You can also gas up your vehicle at Burn Dairy. Participating locations. Burn Dairy, it's all good. Commanders at the 49ers. This is going to be a physical, physical football game. There are very few times in the NFL that you get two defensive lines that are this good, this talented, this athletic, and this physical. And it's going to be really, really interesting to watch. I mean, when you look at this commander's defense, and by the way, they're a pretty solid road team. They're seven and six. They're vying for a postseason spot. But if you look at this team defensively, it all starts up front. It all starts up front. There's no other way to say it. When you look at Jonathan Allen and you look at, you know, getting Chase Young back, right? Um, this team, Montez Sweat, the defensive tackles and the defensive ends. They are relentless. Darren Payne, this team has collected 34 sacks on the season so far. Uh, F.A. Obata, even the former Bill, has, has been playing you know fairly well in all 14 games so far. Uh, and then offensively, I think they're a little underrated with their weapons, man. I really do. I mean, Taylor Heineke, they play different around him. Uh, and then Terry McLaurin, I've always loved his game. I've always, always, always loved his game. Curtis Samuel, always loved his game. This is going to be an interesting contest because the quarterback positions, as we know, Brock Purdy has been playing his butt off, and the commanders with Heineke, you know, do you have guys who are going to go, like, a little bit more of game managing here? I mean, does Ron Rivera and his OC, uh, you know, contingent, do they sit there and say, hey, we're going we're gonna to kind of pull the, you know, pull the reins back here of, of, of Heineke, or are they going to try to let him go make plays, especially if it gets late and close? Uh, same could be said for the 49ers and Brock Purdy. Kyle Shanahan still always wants to run the football. There's no doubt about it, and I assume that they will do that. They're still obviously waiting to get fully healthy on offense as well, but they have Christian McCaffrey, who's coming off a great game. They've got some terrific, terrific uh, options, of course, and Brandon Ayuk and company. George Kittle is starting to come around here a little bit, but their defense is probably the DNA of the team too. I mean, when you look at Fred Warner and you look at uh, Javarius Ward and you look at Nick Bosa, you know, I mean, who wants to deal with these guys? Samson Abukam, nobody wants to deal with these guys, man. Nick Bosa has 15 and a half sacks this year. I mean, he's the best defensive player in the NFL right now. And I say that because T.J. Watt's been injured this year. You've had Aaron Donald, who's been uh, in and out of the lineup, and, and the Rams are just so beat up anyway. But Nick Bosa, who's going to tell me that Nick Bosa, in 13 games played with 15 and a half sacks, isn't the best defensive player in the NFL. I, you, you've got to be kidding me. And we know how physical the 49er linebackers are. We know how they are in space. They tackle well. They're fundamentally sound. The secondary flies all over the place. And this team can play some man. They can play some zone. I think San Francisco wins this game, but I think it's a lot closer than people think. Give me the 49ers at home. They're favored by seven. I think that's a too big of a spread. I'm going to go 24-23. The 49ers get it done with a late Brock Purdy drive and field goal. Eagles at Cowboys. Buckle up. The Eagles are 13-1. and The Cowboys are 10-4. and There's no chance right now for Dallas to win the division. The Eagles pretty much have it sewed up. But this is for bragging rights. This is for NFC East supremacy times 100. This is Eagles-Cowboys. They hate each other. They've always hated each other. And it basically comes down to this. Can the Dallas defense get off the field 
And can the Cowboy offense take advantage of it? Uh, they're going to need short fields big time. I talked about that, you know, in the Seattle-Kansas City game. I mean, I think Dallas, in order to have a chance in this game, they're going to need to get short fields, um, you know, to beat Philadelphia. And can their defense, Micah Parsons and company, lately they've had a lot of leaks in that defense, particularly last week against the Jaguars. Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, they are coming at you hard and heavy. I'm going to go Eagles in this game. Dallas is favored by five, which is kind of stunning. I'm going to go Eagles 31-27 in a high-scoring affair. Raiders are at the Steelers. The Raiders get that basically uh, just a gift win last week against New England. Pittsburgh, you know, tough as nails. Is this going to be a, a physical game? If it's going to be physical, then it's going to be won by the Steelers. If it's going to be more finesse and controlled by the Raiders, then the Raiders are going to win it. Um, I think this is a tough spot for the Raiders, though, man. You're going across country here. I do like Carr, Jacobs, and Adams. I mean, they're, obviously, you've got the trio there, but this has been a wildly disappointing season for the Raiders. Everybody knows that. This is a really, really brutal time uh, for uh, for the Raiders and their fans, and I just think it's going to be a really, really tough one. I really do. So I'm going to go with hmm, I'm going to go with a really, really close game. Uh, I think turnovers are going to play a big part. Special teams are going to play a big part. And, you know, can what quarterback can make enough plays to win the game? Pittsburgh is favored by two and a half. Give me the Steelers by three in this football game, 24 to 21. By the way, all of those games I just mentioned are on Saturday. It's just a huge Saturday slate. There's only three games on Sunday, which is Christmas Day, one of which is Packers at Dolphins. Green Bay starting to play a little bit more momentum now, right? I mean, you know, they win last week. It was a must-win against the Rams to try to stay. Somehow they're in the playoff hunt, but to stay in that playoff hunt, it's a confident group now going down to Miami, but I just don't see the Packer defense, which has been really inferior and has underachieved all year. I just don't think that they make enough plays. Um, it's going to come down to that. It's going to come down to the Packers taking away spaces like the Chargers and 49ers did, and at times the Bills did, but other times the Bills got torched, of course. Uh, most of that was you know Raheem Mostert setting the tone, getting the running game going, and then Tua just quick striking it to Hill and Waddle. Uh, Miami's offense is just really, really good, and I'm going to trust that offense to win the football game. They're favored by four. Give me Miami by 10, 33-23. Meanwhile, Broncos-Rams in L.A. It's a hard game to pick. It's a toss-up game. The Rams are all beat up. The Broncos are not good. (laughs) I'm going to take Denver, I guess, because... I have a little bit of faith in Sutton, a little bit of faith in Murray as offensive weapons. I guess the Broncos are a little healthier. I have no idea who to pick in this game. If I'm a betting man, I stay the hell away from it. I'm going to go with Denver on the road, 20-17 uh, to 17, uh, in this game. Buccaneers are at the Cardinals. This is a huge, huge game for Tampa, obviously, to stay in the playoff race. Arizona's terrible. This is just one of those games where I think, you know, inferior opponent Tom Brady won't let him lose. I know Tom Brady's been overthrowing, underthrowing, you name it. I'm going to go Tampa Bay in this game, but I'm doing it cautiously because I don't trust either of these teams. They're favored by seven and a half, which seems like a little bit much to me, but nonetheless, I got to go with Tampa. There's no way I'm going with, you know, this Kyler Murray, he's out for the year, and Cliff Kingsbury. You know, I don't like Todd Bowles either, but look. There is nothing I like about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the Arizona Cardinals right now. But by default, I have to take somebody, and that somebody is going to be Tom Brady. 20-14, to Tampa Bay wins it. Chargers are at the Colts. You know, the Chargers maybe seem like they're, I think, figuring something out 
it's weird. I, I don't credit the head coach as much, although he's been better in game managing, but it seems like that the team together is starting to kind of gel and, and complement each other on both sides of the football. And when you look at the numbers, Justin Herbert is just a ridiculous quarterback. He's already got 4,000 yards passing. He'll probably go over 5,000 this year. Austin Eckler's starting to come on. We know that they have weapons galore. Palmer, Williams, Eckler, Keenan Allen catching the ball out of the backfield. Uh, uh, Eckler, rather, catching it out of the backfield. And you know what? Defensively, um, you know, they've got a couple of big monsters there. Uh, Khalil Mack turning it on a little bit here as well, right? I mean, this is a situation where, you know, this uh, this team, uh, despite not getting one sack yet this year from Joey Bosa, his, his brother has 15 and a half more than he does. Um, you know, they have been uh, keeping up on defense and trying, you know, making enough plays. Um, but the reality is the Colts are just not a good team. They have been really uh, uh, hampered by terrible quarterback play. They've tried Phillip Rivers, they've tried Matt Ryan, they've tried Carson Wentz, they are not a good football team. And now Jonathan Taylor banged up, their defense is a shell of themselves from last year and beyond. I'm going to take the Chargers on the road here. I know anything can happen. I know that the Chargers are only favored by four and a half. I'm going to take the Chargers huge in this game, 31-9. to So there you have it, week 16 in the NFL coming up. Again, one Thursday game, a million Saturday games. Three Saturday, Sunday games on Christmas Day, and then Monday Night Football, Chargers, and the Colts. You can follow me on Twitter, at MikeLSports, and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Mike L Sports. And hey, make sure you download, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. You'll get new and archived episodes of the platform with past guests like Cal Ripken Jr., Eric Wood, and a heck of a lot more. Adrian Wojnarowski, baseball legend Steve Garvey, um, Hall of Fame writer Tim Kirkchin, Peter Gammons, Hall of Famers, Burt Blylevin, and Jim Tomey, best-selling authors, and everybody in between. So make sure you go get this podcast where you get podcasts on your smartphone device. We are brought to you by our great friends at Stumble and Monkey Brewing Company, Camillus Golf Club, the Al and Angus Pub, and our terrific friends over at Brewerton Ace Hardware. Route 11 in front of the Brewerton Bridge. If you're in and around central New York, you got to stop by before and after all of your uh, house uh, duties and house calls and all that. You got to get out of your house and stop and get more stuff from paint and supplies to heating and cooling, home and decor, building supplies, hardware, tools, lawn and garden, outdoor living, grills and smokers. Listen, before and after you're doing work at your house or you just go in there to prep up and get ready for it, they've still got grills going. They have pizza ovens. They've got automotive, RV, and marine. It's all happening at Burton Ace Hardware, the helpful place. And make sure you check out their sales and specials while you're there. Top sales and specials, clearance, and ACE rewards offers are all available at Burton Ace Hardware, the helpful place. Burton Ace Hardware, Jeff and his team doing a great job over there. Route 11 in Burton, if you're in and around the central New York area. And of course, gift cards are always available for the holiday season. Tip of the cap, thank you as well to Bowers & Company, CPAs, and Carvel of North Syracuse. There you go, NFL Week 16, fasten your seatbelts. I'm Mike Lindsley. This is the ML Sports Platter. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. It's always ice cream season in Central New York, and the locally owned and operated Carvel in North Syracuse welcomes you to come in and grab one of their Santa ice cream cakes or a six-pack of Jolly Cups, both perfect for the Christmas season. Everything at Carvel of North Syracuse is made fresh, so no matter what kind of treat or design you want, they make it happen. Carvel Ice Cream Store opens seven days a week. Brewerton Road, North Syracuse, America's favorite since 1934, and now offering their Santa ice cream cake and six-pack of Jolly Cups. 
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.